Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 17 of the In Squash podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Gibson, and today on the podcast, we have none other than the Colombian cannonball, the human highlight reel, if you will, uh, Miguel Rodriguez. Uh, thanks so much, Miguel, for coming on to the podcast uh, today. It was a great chat, and I know you're, you're all going to enjoy it. Um, uh, before we get into episode 17, I just uh, I hope everyone's uh, enjoying their squash these days. Uh, I've, uh, I've been playing a bit more uh, since the, the calf injury uh, a few weeks back, so uh, things are, are uh, getting better on my end. Um, on the pro side of things, uh, we've got the Macau Open, uh, which is currently ongoing, and uh, well, uh, everyone from Macau must be happy because uh, we've got a, a domination of sorts by the, the, the Hong Kong players. Uh, on the men's side, uh, we've got uh, Leo Ao, Max Lee, and uh, Fing Yip, uh, I think I've got his name correct there, all uh, into the semifinals, along with uh, more than likely Omar Massad, uh, who has to play uh, Abdullah Al, Al Tamimi. That match hasn't been decided yet, but uh, one would think uh, uh, Omar uh, will take that one, but you never know. Abdullah is a capable uh, player and could pull it off. Uh, now, I, uh, I really do see. Uh, potentially an all-Hong uh, Kong final here. Max Lee is playing extremely well right now, and uh, I, I do see him winning against either uh, Omar or um, Abdul Al-Tamimi. Um, and then on the other side, of course, um, Leo Ao, I expect him to get through uh, to the final. So potentially uh, an all-Hong Kong final on the men's side. And then also on the women's side, uh, there's potential for a Hong Kong uh, women's, uh, sorry, a Macau Open women's final as well. Uh, we have uh, Annie Ao. Um, let me just take a look at the draw here. Right, Annie Ao in uh, through to the semifinal, and she'll play the winner of Noran Gohar and Mariam Metwali, two Egyptians. So... She'll have her work cut out for her in the semifinal, but uh, she's definitely uh, playing well enough to beat uh, both of those ladies on a very good day. Noran will be tough if she uh, if she does get through to the semi for Annie to beat. And then on the other side, uh, Joey Chan, uh, Annie's compatriot from uh, from Hong Kong, plays uh, Salma Hani, who uh, pulled off a huge upset in the quarterfinal against Camille Serm in straight games. So she'll, uh, she's obviously playing at a high level. Uh, so it could either be uh, an all-Egyptian final on the women's side or it could also be a Hong Kong, uh, all-Hong Kong final and perhaps an all-Hong Kong men's and women's final. But uh, I reckon um, we're looking at an all-Egyptian final on the women's and uh, an all-Hong Kong final on the men. That's the way I see it uh, at the Macau Open. Uh, also coming up soon, we've got the Commonwealth Games, uh, which we'll look at in more detail in the in the next podcast. I'll, I'll uh, go through uh, the first uh, few rounds uh, of matches and uh, give you my uh, my prognosis. I mean, it's going to be tough to pick a winner on on either side. Again, the the women's side, you've got uh, Sarah Jane Perry, Laura Macero, Tessney Evans, uh, so many uh, players who could potentially. Uh, take home the gold medal. Um, you've got also um, on the men's side, uh, Paul Cole. Uh, you've got all the English lads uh, that are playing so well. So it could, um, yeah, could go, to, could, the gold medal could go to anyone, really. 
So uh, we have that to look forward to. That should be an exciting uh, Commonwealth Games in both the men's and the women's uh, draws. And then, of course, you have the doubles and mixed doubles. I haven't really looked in, into that, but uh, we'll take a look at that as well uh, in Episode 18. Now, uh, for Episode 17, Miguel Rodriguez, the Colombian Cannonball. Enjoy the podcast. Uh, well, welcome uh, to episode 17 of the In uh, Squash podcast. And today we have uh, the great pleasure of uh, having on uh, the first South American to reach the, the top 10 ever. Uh, he also reached number six in the world in 2015, currently uh, at number 16 in the world. Pan Am Games gold medalist, three times Colombian Open champion. Uh, also known as the Colombian Cannonball. I'm not sure if he likes that nickname or not, but uh, I, I actually prefer the human highlight reel. Uh, Miguel Rodriguez is our guest today. Miguel, great having you on the In Squash podcast. Thank you for thank you for the invitation. Yes, yes. Do you like that uh, uh, nickname, the Colombian Cannonball, or do you like mine better, the human uh, highlight reel? Yeah, I, I don't mind. Like uh, like a lot of a lot of people. They they create different nicknames, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the cannonball is pretty is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that 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 that, that sort of sums it up quite a bit. And uh, you're 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 quite a an, an attractive uh, player to watch on the court. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, now I guess uh, it's a bit of a down period now for you uh, on the PSA circuit without having uh, any events or anything on the go. Uh, where are you uh, these days, and what is your uh, routine like over uh, this downtime period? Yeah, I'm having a little bit of break, but that break doesn't mean like holidays. It's just um, uh, almost like a like a month out of tournaments. Um, I'm I'm at home training, doing a little bit of uh, hard training, preparing myself. Colombia. Yeah. yeah, at home. I mean, I'm in, in in Bogota, Colombia, where I live. Yeah. With my par with my parents, and I'm training with with my mom, with my trainer, with my with my friends with our national coach, Martin Knight from New Zealand. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to just to build, a, build a, a good training before all this tournament uh, that I have in April coming up in Egypt. Then I have British Open, then I have Guatemala. That's the end of the season for, for, for us as, a, as a professionals. But, but in ter terms of Colombia, I have to play south south american game which is every four years so this year i have to go to bolivia so once i finish in guatemala two days after i'm heading to bolivia then the month the month after in july i play central american games oh. here in colombia i have to defend my gold medal that i won in mexico four years ago and then i have the pan-american championship in august in the cayman island so it's well, going to be very busy nice in the caymans yeah, 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 I'm excited for that. Yeah, how uh, you must take uh, great pleasure in uh, playing in those uh, those events in South America. Uh, is that something you really sort of look forward to? A bit of a change? Yeah, for you? yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's it's a big goal for me. Every time we have these kind of games during uh, in a year, is 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 something that I always try to to win because it's important for for the Colombian committee for our country. Uh, because I have won, I have won these games since I don't know, maybe since 2006, 2005. Every four years we have these these games, 
so this is this is the way I got support from my from my government, from my government and from the local government as well. So uh, sports here is is growing a lot, and they they support the the athletes. Right, right. Now, I recently had a, a fellow by the name of Sebastian Uprimi on my show. Uh, uh, he was a squash player in America, and he just represented um, Colombia in the Olympics as a cross-country skier. And he was saying that uh, squash is relatively popular in Colombia. Is that uh, that accurate? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, Colombia is is quite big here. Like just in Bogota, we have uh, around maybe twelve country clubs, and each club each club has between five and six squash courts. We have a federation. We have every month national tournaments, so you can you can you can see maybe 150 play, players playing on the weekend okay. with kids and adults. So we say it's a, a big squash community. There is also a lot of uh, squash courts in the complex. Uh, so where I live uh, in my condominium. So. I have a squash course, so um, oh, nice. um, so that's good for me because I can I I wake up and I just go downstairs and I train here, and also there is a lot of uh, squash course at the universities, in some colleges. Some so I think squash is, is is big here in Colombia. So it's fairly similar to where in many of the countries where squash uh, I get I guess it would be considered a developed uh, squash country in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's. Is a sport that is uh, with with the results that I've been giving to to the country. Uh, a lot of a lot of the media uh, is 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 interested in this in this sport, and is is well known here. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And, and I guess with the with your with the level of squash that you're playing, and by playing in South America in these events, uh, you're just going to raise the profile of of the game. And I'm I'm guessing that that's probably something that you. Uh, you take great pride in as well. Yeah, I'm happy with that because it's, it's, I'm, a, I'm a good image. I'm a, I'm a good, um, I'm like the, um, the guy representing South America. So I'm motivating. I'm, I'm, I'm a motivator for the kids here in Colombia, in South America. So people want to follow my, my career or the kids, they want to, to, to do the same thing that I've been doing in my career. They they see that I they, that I that I already I already reach uh, many many things. So it is they think this it's possible for them to to do the same thing. That's all, that's awesome, uh, Miguel. Now let's uh, let's just take a look back. Um, now I, I heard in an interview uh, you were asked uh, what uh, your most memorable tournament win was, and you referenced your very first PSA win, which was in Argentina. Uh, what do you remember uh, about that first uh, win? Yeah, that was my first. That was my the first year I entered PSA. That I entered in the in the tour. That was 2000, 2005. I start I start my first PSA. Play my first PSA in April in Quebec. I, Quebec. I played right. I, I played the quali in the qualification and then I reached the final. I lost in the final with Selby. That is Selby. Okay. But but then in in November the same year, I went to Argentina and I won I won this title and it was it was very very happy for me. It was very important because it wasn't easy. I played the first round with um, 
with I play I think with uh, Robertino Pesota, the number one from Argentina okay. at that time. He's still number one, I think. Then in the second round, I beat Rafael Alarcón from Brazil, also yeah. number one in his country. Then I meet the the, the number one seed, Eric Galvez, right? Number and a number one also in Mexico. Very tough then, competitor, Eric. Yeah, right. And then in the final, I meet Borja, who was the number two seed, and he was number one from Spain. So I beat all the number ones guys. So that and was the, the cannonball against the El Toro. El, El Toro, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those 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 big wins were very important for me because they were at the at the top of the of the level, and uh, yeah, that helped me to to reach uh, pretty much the top hundred that time. Yeah, and that that would have given you some uh, would have injected some uh, uh-huh. some confidence into your game to to bring you. I guess it would have been 2013 when you. You had a your real big breakthrough into the into the top uh, top uh, part of the game. Uh, right in that year, you became the highest ranked Colombian ever, and you won yeah. a, a tournament in my hometown, uh, the Blue Nose Classic, and uh, the bronze medal at the World Games. So, 2013. What uh, what do you think was uh, what brought you to that new level of squash, that, <clears throat> that high level of squash in that year? Well, I think in, uh, I've been working with different uh, um, coaches. Well, during, during my junior career, I, I, start, I started with my dad. Uh, and then when I turned 18, 19, I went to Toronto and I was studying English in the morning. And I, and I had a good experience with Jonathan Power and Raham Riding, Shahir Asik. And uh, that was like, like almost for five months. So that was my big the experience uh, out of my country then uh, when i when i go to england sometimes i had the opportunity to to train with malcolm uh, wilstrop then i spent two months in italy with marcus barrett and then in 2011 i i met david palmer he was he was still on the tour and he told me that he was going to move to orlando so it was pretty close for me, like easy to me to catch a flight, a direct flight from from, from home. Yeah. So I started working with him since 2011, and especially 2011 and in 2012 was was pretty busy with him. I was going back and forth, or or sometimes I was based there and traveling from there to the tournaments. And um, yeah, I think I I, I learned a lot from him. Uh, I changed a little bit of my game. Uh, no, not change, but I learned different things. I can say different things, and especially I learned how to move better because I'm, I'm I'm a quite quite fast guy, so I was not able to to super fast. Yeah, <laughs> I was not able to like to get on to get to the to the ball, but like steady, you know. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty intense those two years for me, and then with this, well, with this guy, all of those coaches that you and players and different people that you met, you Jonathan Power, Shahir Razik, uh, Malcolm and James Wilstrip, David Palmer. I mean, with all of that, I mean that's such a wealth of uh, knowledge uh, added to your game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying. What I always said to the people is. It's a combination of everything. I just you, you have to just try to get the, 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 the best thing 
out of them, you know, and try to adapt to 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 your game. And that's what I did. Like I don't try, I don't try to change my whole game, or you know, or try to change the technique that they want me to do. But uh, I just think very inside to me and say, okay, this day or today I learned a few things, so I want I want to change this part of the game, this corner, this movement, this this angle of the racket. So yeah, so I was taking every positive things of of each coach you know yes and uh i mean if you if i were to just look at you as a player i've seen you play many times i wouldn't say oh yeah he plays like uh, james willstrip or, or jonathan power or david palmer you play like you so yeah right yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm i think i'm i'm easy i'm i'm flexible to adapt to to any coach um it's it's like right now I just said that is is more mental than like technically like is I I would say that squash now nowadays is seventy percent mental you gotta be very very strong mentally to to face the 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 challenges of the of the game yeah absolutely now um I was just, and I was just thinking uh, in terms of uh, David Palmer though I mean he's a guy that I really admired uh, just such a physical presence on the tour for a big guy yeah. strong guy but also some great skill great racket skills great power great tech. yeah uh would he uh when you were training with him did he attempt to inject a like more of a uh i wouldn't say physical but like a, a fitness part of your game was that something that he uh focused on a little bit mm, not not really not much uh, we were focusing more on the on on the squash part, like uh, I was, he he was trying to 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 teach me like how to be more disciplined during the match, during the rally, no rushing the rallies, no maybe not playing too many, too too short um, at the start of the game uh, and the strategy as well, like how to create a pattern a pattern to to win a rally. Um, but yeah, at the first it was very very difficult for me. It was um, I was kind of uh, sad sometimes because I, I was trying to change things that he wanted me to change, yeah. but I knew that he, that those things were 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 going to be very good for me. So um, just yeah, I had to, I had I had to suffer like maybe few few three months. Um, and I can I confess that I cry sometimes because I was not able to do few things uh, because I was trying to adapt to a different level, you know, because I was maybe in a comfort zone when I was top thirty or twenty, but I want to reach that level, and you have to do something special or something else to 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 be better. <clears throat> well, you're. Uh, I mean, there's only uh, one or two more levels for you to uh, to overcome. Uh, uh huh. Now, 20, uh, 2015 was an incredible year for you as well. You got to number six in the world. Four. Yeah, four. Yeah, I have, I, I'm, I'm sitting here in my living room, and I, and I, have, a, <laughs> I, have, a pic, I have a picture of that, of that month. I have, it's uh, June 2005. So, was one, Gregory two. Uh, sorry, Nick Matthew two, three, Gregory, and I'm, I'm four. Well, I have that are. picture here. <laughs> There you are, and uh, in that very year, you you beat Mr. Gregor Galte in the uh, the tournament uh, quarterfinal, eleven nine in the fifth. What a what a battle! Now I know uh, between the 
fourth and fifth game, uh, I was just I was just thinking. I'm wondering what you what was going through your mind at that time. I mean, you you had the opportunity to beat him and get to the semifinal of such a big event. What were what was going through your mind if you if you can remember uh, back to that point? Well, I was not thinking. <laughs> I think I think I think that was that's the key, not thinking. Yeah. Because when you when you start thinking, you you start like uh, having troubles with your thoughts, and it, it comes to your mind, and uh, you start to doubt it yourself. And yeah, I think that day I was just I was I was so energetic, and I was I was uh, I had a good win again in Hishama Shoot, if I'm not wrong, and then I, I beat Peter Barker. Also for the first time, yeah. Uh, because also uh, because he used to come to Colombia many times and he he won the the Colombian Open three times here in at home. Okay. And I lost with him, so it was pretty good for me, and it was special to beat him on the Glasgow for the first time. And then well, I play, I meet Gregory, uh, very tough tough player, very consistently and yeah, yeah. And well, in he that plays, four, he plays with a lot of energy uh, as well, doesn't he? Yeah, a, a lot, and uh, yeah, it it uh, it absorbs your energy, your energy as well, because because he is very, uh, how can I say, like he, he knows how to play not only squash but with with, with the player, you know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he start talk, he start talking on court, and you know, and start start saying sorry with the racket, and uh, but I was just focusing on playing and trying to enjoy and be positive and. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, no matter what, like when I was nine five down in the fifth, I was I, I didn't know what to do. Like I I was I was I wasn't thinking, and I was just just doing the the core the 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 right the right shots, um, and I was very motivated, and I was also very uh, determined uh, determined, you know, yeah. oh, um, and. Uh, and it oh, worked, I yeah. I, was... that I remember that match, and uh, you just hung in there, and like you said, you played the the right shot at the right time, and maybe perhaps it went back to what you would uh, had learned from David, uh, uh, or what you were focusing on with with David, in that um, you know you just um, don't don't uh, don't think too much. Yeah, and I and I didn't I didn't care who was the player I was playing with that time, like Greg. I I, I didn't care like. There were many, <clears throat> there were many shots that he was trying, to, you know, to 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 like to get me or block me because I, I, I faked, I faked some shots and he was trying to go around me and he went down on the floor and uh, bothering or arguing with the referee. So I didn't care, you know, I I didn't pay attention to that and I was just ready to serve again and to to play. That's so true. that was that was good. Yeah, I was just like focusing and on on one goal. Yeah. Yeah, it's just funny. I mean, uh, I, I didn't really achieve much uh, in terms of squash in a provincial uh, level in Canada. I played pretty well, but I, some of my best wins were matches where, like you said, just I, I had no thoughts. I was just playing, not yeah. thinking at all. Uh, it just thing things just happened to go really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, now, um, in 2016, 2017, though, you're, you, I guess maybe you went through a little bit of a rough patch. You've, um, any, any, was it uh, just you were trying to find another gear or was it just some bad luck or, or uh, maybe injuries? 
Yeah, everything started with with two with two injuries. The same one with my ankle. Yeah. 2017. That yeah, that year, like well, 2016 in September, um, I got injured before the tournament uh, in San Francisco. That's the, usually the tournament that I start. I was playing. I was training in in Orlando, and I twist my ankle, so everything started from there. Right. Uh, I was not able to play 100% with with. Um, I don't remember. I think it was James in first round, so I lost with him, and then I had to I had to play U.S. Open in Philadelphia with Nafis one at none, and that I also lost. So I start I start I start my season pretty bad uh, because of my injury, and um, also the, 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 the a little bit of pressure of the of the media here because that was very huge for me to reach the number four. So yes. I was. I was uh, I was the news most of the time here, and they were paying attention to me with the tournaments. And um, yeah, it was. So you were having to deal was, with a bit of uh, negative media, were you? Not, no, no, negative. It was, was positive, and they were all, and they always were like uh, uh, like ex expecting more from me, you know. Right, right. So um, just a bit of pressure, and you're having having yeah. to deal with that, yeah. Yeah right. So and then at the end of the season in December in Christmas I have a a, a short time uh, a short holiday with my parents and this morning I went to to the treadmill and I was uh, I started doing some sprints on the treadmill and I I broke my ligament. Okay yeah. Oh. I I broke my ligament of my ankle. So another injury. Yeah. But uh, in the but on the on the on the other one, and I uh, had to play. I don't know. I think it was Cameron Payne in TOC, but I was not able to to play. I, I think I, I I don't know if I retired or I I, I know I played with Borja. I don't remember, but but yeah. A, again, two three months, two you three months. Once you want to forget, don't you? Yeah, I know those those two three months again for 2017 was pretty rough for me and it was so I, emotional. I was not feeling very, very well because I, I see myself going backwards because, you know, all the way, all the way, all the, uh, when I was top 20, when, when, when I was top 20, everything was new for me, you know. I was reaching six, number 16, then 12, then 8, then 6, then 4. So I was not, I was not afraid of, of everything because that, that was a new, that was, Everything was new for me, you know. Yeah. But then when I started seeing myself going backwards, eight, ten, twelve, due to the injury, so it was very pretty, pretty sad, you know, because you know that I am, I, I was losing a path, a yeah. path that I, I reached with with a, a lot of effort. Yeah. So and that's you know, the, that, you know that's what you're capable of. You know, you know who you can beat, and you know, uh, you know exactly what you can do on court when you're exactly. Healthy. Yeah. Right. So yeah, especially that, that season for me was the, the worst in my career, definitely. Uh, but then I meet I meet a, a good guy, a good trainer, in, and I started working with him in May last year. Okay, who, uh, what's his and name? I see, and I be sorry. What's his name? Uh, uh, his name is Jorge. Jorge. Okay. Yeah. For Jorge so from I, uh, Bogota. Yeah, yeah, that's the the physical trainer that I'm working right now. Okay. And I and he started working with me. We started working with my weaknesses, and uh, 
And right now, I can, I can, I can say that I'm a hundred percent, and I'm, I'm feeling stronger than, than, than 2016 when I was reaching my best level. Uh, yeah, I'm out of injuries, so I was happy with that. I was, I was doing much better at, at the end of the the season 2017. I made a semifinal in Guatemala. Yeah. I lost three two with Simon Rosner in the World Games again in Poland. He won the tournament, but I was doing good, good uh, matches. And uh, well, uh, yeah, now you also had a great win. I guess it would have been a real test for you in the Windy City, the first round match against Paul uh, Cole. Ah, right. Yeah, in two thousand well, yeah, eight. Now in this year, um, I star TOC. I don't remember. Yeah, beat Sifun Jeep, and then I lost with Ali Farag. And then I I made semifinals in Detroit. I beat Awigar, which is yeah. a very talented Egyptian player. And I, I played him as well in the in the Worlds. In the Worlds last year in Manchester. That was a good run for me. That was the con a big comeback for me because I made quarterfinals in the World Open, beating <laughs> I beat uh, Leo I beat Tare, uh, uh, sorry, Mohamed Awulgar three two, then Tarek Moment. And um, yeah, that was a great tournament for me. So uh, I was just trying to to maintain that level, yeah. and it worked for me in TOC Detroit and in Chicago. Uh, I beat Paul Cole. The, everyone was expecting for, was was expecting that match. Yeah, he yeah. Played on the, I was on the... really looking forward to that one. I mean, uh, he's such a, a fair. Like I think I I read somewhere where you mentioned it too. He's a very fair player, good player. Uh, yeah, and both of you. Uh, uh, I, I wish I was there to watch the match. Actually, yeah, it's, it's a shame that that we didn't had the chance to play on the glass court because we were not seated uh, sitting. So we played on a, on a traditional court, but it was a it's a, it was a good match. And um, How yeah, was that and then on I the, on the traditional court, uh, I guess it would have been a bit more. Uh, the ball would have been a bit more lively, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it was it wasn't that it wasn't that bouncy. It was quite quite dead on the corners at the oh, back. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and then with Max Lee it was it was a great it was a great match. Everybody enjoyed it. Very very fair play guy. We we are good friends. He used to work with David Palmer as well. So everybody I think enjoy like the crowd and the the people that was watching on Squash TV. They were enjoy, they they enjoyed the match. Well, people, uh, people are referring to uh, to that match as uh, potentially the uh, the match of the year. And, yeah. Uh, uh, towards the end of the match, we all saw what happened with uh, with his cramping uh, at the end. Uh, he couldn't finish it really. Have you have you ever had that uh, happen to you, uh, Miguel? A bit of cramping. Mm -hmm. No, when when I was when I was junior, I remember I I, I started cramping when I was playing a, a South American Championship final here in Colombia when I was sixteen. Yeah. But not anymore. I think I have I have a good eating eating habits, and uh, I'm aware of that. So, uh, so no, I don't have problems with cramps. I'm 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 a, I'm a fit guy, and I think I, that's a good advantage for me that 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 my body can last longer. Yeah. Well, you need that in squash, don't you? <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot. Like especially when you when you reach more than sixty minutes, seventy minutes match in that kind of intensity. Yeah. Uh, that's where your body starts, you know, to, to burn. Yeah, exactly. Now, um, you, uh, you mentioned your father, uh, earlier, uh, he's, uh, he's also quite a, uh, a squash legend in your country, 11 time 
national champion himself? Yeah, he was he was in for eleven years national champion. He was the one who 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 helped to grow the squash in Colombia. Uh, he he started playing tennis, but he started playing squash when he turned eighteen. He started playing squash quite late, uh, but he reached um, he he won a quite good titles in South America and and Central America. Uh, but he never played at at my at my level. I like at at that stage of his life, the 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 PSA tour was different, and he didn't have the support that I have right now. Yeah, uh, that was different. But yeah, he was national champion for eleven years. He's a great coach. He's the best coach here in in Colombia. Well, he coached he, you obviously for quite. Yeah, a he coached me years. from since I since I picked a racket until my until until I turned seventeen, eighteen years old. So, uh, could, so he has good. Um, you know, uh, what would you say was the biggest uh, impact or influence that your father had on the game that you play? Well, I would say the technique, the technique, and the and the discipline. Uh, my parent, my my mom is also a, she's a personal trainer, oh, wow. so my family, my family is like a, is is in sports. So I think they 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 told me they they told me the good manners, the discipline that you have to do not only in a sport but in life. They never push me. They never push me to 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 play squash. They never push me to train. I was training and I was playing because I liked the sport because I always I always I was watching my my dad playing on the tournaments and I wanted to I wanted to be better than him <laughs> and I start I start playing my tournaments when I was 8 I won my first tournament when I was 8 and then my first international tournament was in Canada the Canada, the famous Canadian Junior Open I won okay. that tournament when I turned when I turned 11 so yeah, so I, I I'm very grateful grateful for for having these kind of parents. They they support me, and they you know they guide me to to do to do do well like a like an athlete. Right, and I mean you can see when you play the the temperament that you play with, regardless of uh, you know the the situation in the match. You seem to be always uh, in a good temperament and very sporting and. Uh, uh, that's I get obviously a testament to uh, a lot to what your parents gave to you. Yeah, I think that's 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 the key of the of the success as well. Yeah, right. Just you have to be very. I like to be. I'm very clean on on the squash on the squash court. I like I like to play clean, like you know, like the play with like like the match with Max Lee. It was a clean squash. That's Absolutely. the. I I think that's the the the, the squash. We uh, it has to it has to be played. Every time, you know, like that kind of like blocking and arguing, and yeah. uh, so, sometimes I hate that because I, I, I sometimes I so, sometimes I hate the sport because of that because some players they they, they ruin ruin the 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 game the you know uh, they take it too far you know yeah right so I I sometimes I start not not I stop enjoying it uh, so I have to control myself and. Yeah, so that's a different challenge. Yeah. I just like to I just like to ask you. Uh, I was watching, uh, just preparing for our interview earlier. I was watching one YouTube video, and uh, it was you playing um, Amir Shabana, and uh, it was sort uh -huh. of the highlights of the match. And it was the uh, the last. I think I forget which tournament it was, but you. Were, you that was TOC. That was TOC. That was one. 
one year one year before before beating Gregory. I almost yeah, it was two thousand. Yeah, it was one year before that that big match, and I also almost almost beat. Yeah, Shavana, it was like yeah, three, you were two, coming back in 11, the last eight. game. Yeah. And uh, and there was a, the one rally. It was incredible. I've never I've never seen it. You you went to uh to retrieve a front court ball and you got it yeah. back. But mm -hmm. uh, Shabana was coming in to play his shot and you ran a, a huge circle around him. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I had a big spur of that diving. Then, uh, then he, he hit a not such a good shot and you had the point, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I know. Shot. The yeah. drop shot, the drop shot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that that was incredible, just the fact that you could cover that much ground and still put yourself in a winning, potentially a winning situation. Position. Yeah. Well, that, 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 that was one of the best rallies I've, I've ever seen. Um, really cool. Um, yeah, it was a good match. <laughs> and, and another guy who's a great uh, an example to, to all the juniors on the court, uh, Shabana. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was the for me is the Federer, the Federer, Royal Federer of the squash. Oh, yeah. Very, very, very polite, very, very clean, and uh, I admire him a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a good yeah, I know, guy. Yeah. In my own little squash world, uh, before I have a league match, I always uh, before the match I'll watch his his highlights. Yeah, I know. I know. He he motivates a lot of people and. Like, you know, like you as a spectator, a spectator or as a player, when you see some, someone playing, like you also, you also learn from people just by watching, by watching his, his game, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. Like you also, you almost you try to, to repeat or do this, the same thing. Like he, he, he was um, hitting the ball very clean and very accurate. So always. clean. Yeah. So accurate. Yeah. So clean. Plays the right shot at the right time. But then he, he, he can hit winners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, uh, Miguel, I was looking at your Twitter feed there. And uh, way back in 2015, I'm going to quote you on this, okay? 2015, you said, uh, quote, the most breathtaking venue on the PSA tour is Doha Squash Stadium. Do you still agree with that? Is that is that one of the most breathtaking uh, venues on the uh, squash tour for you? Well, we have we, we have like maybe top top three um, places. Like definitely, I cannot take one out the, the the one in the pyramids when they had the world open in the pyramids two thousand and six. I I think I had I had the opportunity to play that one. Uh, and but Doha also is is a great one, like like a in terms of indoor, right? Yeah, indoor stadium because uh, especially in the semifinals and finals is pretty crowded and they they support a lot of the the, the Egyptians, but yeah, the, the Egyptian but the, uh, population yeah. in the yeah. region is huge. And yeah. It's very it's very huge, yeah, and especially last year for me, for me, I I I, re, I said it, I said it again that. Doha and the Qatar Classic uh, is the, the the top class event for for us because not not in terms of the the squash stadium but in terms of uh, um, like um, organization for the players we have we have our own room for the players usually we have to share with with someone you know in the tournament but yeah last year you have your own room they pick you up in the airports in, in nice cars. 
um, they have everything for you. They have they have they have laundry for the players. You can just drop off your clothes and pick them up the next day. First class operation. So they were the first class, like the tennis players. I think they yeah. the, the squash federation and the tennis federation. They they are working together right now. So they are doing the same the same thing that they used to do with the with the with the tennis player with like like with these good guys, top players that they go to play in the Khalifa complex. The same with the squash players, so it's good that they treat us like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now uh, you were also here uh, last year for the PSA uh, here, meaning the UAE. That's where I am. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so you were here last year for the PSA final uh, Super Series event. Were you? Not yeah, that was my now? that was my dream come through. Yeah, Actually, yeah. I have achieved. I have achieved. I would say maybe more than three dreams. The first one was being top 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 10 in the world so i did i did more i did that uh, more than that like i reached for the number four yeah so that's one um and uh, one day i say i want to play i want to play that series the world series event the top eight players and i also wanted to uh, go to dubai you know but at that time they were playing the world series finals in england you know Okay. So, but when I when I when I saw that they were they 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 signed three year contract in Dubai to do the World Series finals, I I also I I I was visualizing and I was so committing to my to myself to to say that I was I wanted to play that tournament. So that for me was like two two dreams in one playing squash in Dubai. Yeah, two for one bargain. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I was so happy. My parents were there. My my sister and a couple of friends. They they make they made a plan. So they were they were like ten Colombian people playing and supporting me there. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, what? How about the venue there in the Opera House? No, I didn't play that one. That was last year. The first year was was oh, in was the in the ago. indoor. Yeah, that was the first. Day, that was in the indoor thing because the opera was in construction. Um, but so it, the glass, it, it, the one that was out by the uh, the the Burj Khalifa, the tower. Yeah, yeah, ne- yeah, next yeah. to that, yeah, and it was really. It was awesome for me. I was like, so excited. I was so happy to play that that week in Dubai with my with my friends, with my family, playing on that gorgeous court, the pink, the pink uh, glass glass court. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was well, very. I've got, very... got to ask you uh, now. I know you're. Kart, you like kart, uh, go-kart racing, right? Yeah, 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 I like a lot the the cards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So did you go to the Dubai Autodrome? I, I don't know. I, I think I didn't have the, the chance. Yeah, but okay. I, 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 every so time... It's the best thing in the world if you're in the go-karts. Yeah, I know. I have to. I have to come back. <laughs> I have well, to come back and go. You got to uh, get a few more court sprints in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but yeah, every time I, I when, I when I go to Vegas, sometimes I spend holidays there. I, I like to go to the race tracks and rent cars, sport cars, and drive some some uh, fancy cars. I like to. I like the adrenaline. I like the the modern, the the fast cars and go kart is also fun. I have I have we have a different tracks here at home. Okay. Actually, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm meeting some friends later today. Uh, we're going for go-karting today and some bowling. So that's my day off. 
Well, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll make a deal with you. Uh, if you qualify this year or, or even next year, uh, and if you have time, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take you to the uh, Dubai Autodrome. Perfect. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Now, uh, also, you, you, uh, you mentioned you like, uh, you're, you're a big fan of ice cream. Uh, what's your go-to flavor? I like cookies and cream and pistachio and pistachio. pistachio. Yeah. So that, that's yeah. Baskin Robbins then, is it? Cold Stone? We have no. We have here like a uh, like a restaurant called Crepes and Waffles that is oh. that they are very good with 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 ice creams, and okay. they 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 make them. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I I try just to have one one ice cream a, a week. One a week. Gotcha. Yeah, one a week on Sundays. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it's enough for me. That's what I'm doing wrong, man. I I I got to go one a week. I, I've got I'm, I'm like one a day now. One a day. <laughs> yeah. One per yeah. meal. <laughs> no, but uh, well, just uh, just before we go, uh, uh, Miguel, you uh, you're 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 starting to play your your level of squash again. Uh, you reached number four in the world. Uh, obviously, you you can get back to that. I think. What do you need to do to get beyond four in the world to get to the top of the the heap? No, just uh, as as I said, you have to be. You gotta be injury free. That's the first thing. You gotta be mentally stronger, um, and you gotta be very disciplined. But I, I know that I, I'm, I'm, I've been very disciplined during all my 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 career. So that's no problem for me. And just be and just try to enjoy my game again. Um, I'm think I think I'm in that kind of mode that I that I again playing like that exhibition mode but I'm not I'm not doing it in purpose but that's the way I start to 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 get some good results in 2014 and 15 where I was just doing my game like very disciplined but uh, in 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 a way of like exhibition mode because um that's the way I like to play the the squash you know uh, that's what works uh, for you yeah right like sometimes when I just start defending or retrieving or just being very disciplined and then i'm just expecting for for mistakes the the things the things uh, uh go go the other way because because i'm not doing everything anything i think the other guy they start attacking so i prefer to be i, I prefer to attack instead of be to be you know the one that that, that they are attacking me so i just want to be more offensive on the court uh, um very motivated po positive and yeah i think i'm i'm very close to that level again i just need uh this 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 year for me uh, i want to reach finals of big big tournaments because i already achieved four semifinals in these big events so now in terms to 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 reach that top 5 again i need to get more points and in order to get more points, I need those 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 finals. Well, uh, Miguel, I think you can do it uh, with that uh, type of mentality and, and the way you play. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think you're that far off. So I just want to wish you uh, good luck uh, with the rest of the season and uh, with everything else. And again, uh, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. That was a lot of fun, Miguel. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jerry, for the invitation. Have a good day, and I hope, I hope to meet you soon, okay? Yeah, we'll meet uh, in Dubai. Great, go okay. Go-kart uh, go racing.
Yeah, let's okay. Let's make a plan. Okay, thank you, Jerry. Okay, buddy. Thank you. Okay. 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 Bye. 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 -bye. Well, Miguel, uh, thank you once again for coming on to the In Squash podcast for episode 17. That was awesome. Um, and I do hope that he uh, does qualify for the, um, for the PSA Super Series finals here in Dubai uh, because then I'll take the opportunity to uh, take him to the Dubai Autodrome, the big go-kart racing uh, venue here in Dubai that everyone raves about. I've never been there, but um, it looks exciting and, um, well, Going to the uh, go kart uh, venue with the Colombian cannonball—that'll be—that'll uh, be an experience. So, uh, go get him, uh, Miguel. Let's get to the Super Series final. Anyone? Uh, anyways, uh, thanks so much again for everybody who's listening to my podcasts. Uh, we've got some great episodes coming up, some Canadian content coming up, some uh, Commonwealth Games. Uh, competitors are coming on to the podcast as well uh some good coaches some uh some of my friends as well who've uh, who've had great careers uh, provincially and loc at a local level coming on uh, just to talk squash so uh really looking forward to uh, the next few episodes coming up uh, uh after this one so uh, again thank you so much everyone for listening and uh, enjoy your squash bye for now